A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Today we're focusing on young game changers and to assist in that dance, in that conversation, the young lady all the way from Ireland, the Emerald Isles itself, young lady by the name of Cassie Mooney. Cassie, a very, very warm welcome to you. Thanks for having me, Paul. And listeners, what we we thought about, Cassie and I, we talk about um, something around what's the real wealth in life because there's a lot of emphasis that's put on money isn't there you know you've got to be rich you've got to do this you should have this in the bank you know you should have all this material wealth but maybe there's one or two other things that um are a bit more important what do you think Cassie oh yeah well money it's what make the world makes the world go round but uh there is a lot more important things in life than that isn't there there is. And just to pick up on that, Cassie, money makes the world go round. Um, there's, there's a train of thought that there's three priceless commodities in life that we can't get enough of, apparently. One of them is time. One of them is money. And the other one is love. How would you prioritise those, Cassie, through the eyes of, say, yourself personally? And if I can invite you in to ask you to represent young people uh, as a generalization now that's that's a big question you know to ask you to be a spokesperson for young people generally any thoughts around any of that oh yeah well where would you be without love (laughs) if it's like with a person if it's with your family like love kind of makes you the person that you are and it's one of the most important things to have and time as well to spend with the people that you love and spend doing what you love uh, whether it's a hobby or whether it's work or you know it's yeah I I prioritize love and time more so. Mm. Now one of the things with this uh, these three choices if it's as simple as three choices Cassie is you know time love and money so let's go through them one by one time well time there are 86,400 seconds in every day and it's the same for every single one of us whether it's me you the guy next door the girl in the queue at the supermarket doesn't matter we've all got the same time but isn't it true that we actually how many times have you said Cassie wow hasn't today gone quick or wow hasn't today really dragged all the time <laughs> <laughs> and and we do that don't we but isn't the reality that whether we think time has gone quick or whether it, we think it's gone slow the reality is there are 86,400 seconds in every day for every single one of us it's only how we think we've spent that time so the time is the time is the time it's us that look looks at things differently and how it feels 
I always use the example, Cassie, of like, if we wear a pair of dark glasses, say sunglasses, everything seems dark. So if we're in a bit of bad space, maybe it seems that time's dragging. Whereas if we're upbeat and happy, wow, hasn't today gone quick? If you spend time doing the things that you like to do, your time is obviously going to go so much faster. But if you're just having a bad day, like it, it's going to drag. Uh, you're not going to feel good in yourself as well. Mm. Just picking up, Cassie, before I go on to... So that's the first of the three listeners. That's the time element. The bottom line is we can't do anything about that. It's no. how we think we're going to spend it because that currency... Those seconds in a day are the same, as I keep saying, for every single one of us, day in, day out, day in, day out. So uh, just going back to something you said previously, Cassie, around, you know, being able to, the love is the most important one, being able to spend, you know, time with our, with our loved ones, uh, whatever capacity, whatever dynamic that is, doing the fun things we enjoy, family parties, romantic relationships, whatever they may be. Um, isn't it true that to do that or to do it well, or is it true, we actually need money, or do we? Um, I, I don't think you need money for that. If you're spending time with the right people doing the right things, you don't necessarily need money for that. Mm. Does it help? It can help in certain aspects, of course, and Obviously, in certain circumstances, if you don't have money, it might put a bit of a strain on things, but um, it's not necessarily important. Mm. Okay, so we'll, we'll park the money one for a moment, so the love. So, I mean, as you said at the top of this conversation, Cassie, you know, money does, well, th there's a song, isn't there, uh, about money making the world go round, but so does love. I mean, is that, a is that a dance? Is that a relationship between love and money? Or are they just two totally separate things that are in our lives? Um, in my opinion, I would class them separately. Hmm. One of the questions I like to ask Cassie um, on the theme of love, because it's such a crucial thing in our lives, as we keep saying, but I like to to get, a, you know, one of the main things about creating this, this, this slot for young world game changers is around how they see the world. Because one thing I've learned, Cassie, as sure as eggs are eggs, the generally speaking, young people see the model of the world so differently from people of, you know, the next generation and then, you know, the generation on from that. So that could be our parents, could be our grandparents or even our great grandparents. And there's this big gap, isn't there? Do you find that as a young person in your life, that how you see the model of the world through your eyes and those, you know, and, and your, your, you know, your peers as well? It's like, wow, what is it with these older folk? What, they, we just don't get each other. I mean, do you find that generally? Uh, yeah, sometimes like there is a big gap. Um, but saying that the younger generation, a lot of people live their lives online, whereas the older generation, they just went out and did what they wanted to do that day, whereas the younger generation are based on everything on what they see online. Mm. Yeah. 
you do come across that saying uh, or that experience from time to time, Cassie, do you not, where, oh, you know, um, oh, an old head on young shoulders where, you know, young people um, have been influenced in a strong family, loving, secure relationship by their parents, by their grandparents, by their family. And that, that influence kind of rubs off despite the um, you know despite the tender years of the of the young person the relative tender years should I say of the young person so you know having that warm secure loving relationship is so important isn't it irrespective of whether we're young old black white gay straight rich poor because they're just labeled surely oh definitely definitely like it's um like it's you're as old as you feel I think mm. um, like younger people, it's just that they have the, just their heads wrapped around. They have to do this and they have to do that. Whereas the older generation, they just live life as it comes. Yeah. Yeah. If you know what I mean. I do. I know exactly what you mean, Cassie. And it's fascinating to get these, these insights. And this is, this is a recurring theme. This is something that I'm hearing over and over and over again from young people. And, and part of my personal uh, mission is to try and bridge that gap. Mm-hmm. Because I think that, you know, young people have got so, so, so much to offer this world. And I personally, this is just my personal opinion, I don't think they get a good deal generally. Because, you know, when I was brought up um, as a youngster, it was children should be seen and not heard. Speak when you're spoken to and all that kind of stuff. I mean, literally, it was, you know, it, it was you just could not budge without permission. Now, I did. I, I was a rebel from a very <laughs> early age and it got, me, it got me in a lot of trouble. Uh, I don't think I've ever shook that off even to this day. But anyway, that's another story. But today's youth really aren't like that, Cassie. Do, do you feel that? Generally speaking, youth today are quite outspoken. They speak their truth, whatever they they see that is. You know, whether people will judge it right, wrong or indifferent is another story. But, you know, are youngsters today quite outspoken, would you say? Oh, yeah, I, I definitely think that a lot of young people are kind of finding their voice now. Mm. Um, and they, they speak on they educate themselves on different matters and then they feel like they should speak up. Um, and I do think that that's important um, because it is given other young people a voice and it's given them the opportunity to speak up and have their truth heard or have their opinion heard um, as opposed to the older generation because we're the ones that are, they're trying to set us up for the future if you know what I mean. Um, like, they don't want these issues to be reoccurring again. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you, youth generally is, um, is the guardian of the future. Absolutely. And this is why, Cassie, I'll go back to what I said earlier on about, you know, we as the older generation seriously do need to listen to what young people are saying. And that uh, shut up, girl, you don't know anything, you're not old enough to know attitude or boy for that matter is at very least patronising 
and disrespectful, but counterproductive because, you know, when you look at the creativity and the energy and the inspiration, you know, that, that comes, there's a saying, isn't there, from the out of the mouths of babes, you know, younger people speak the truth because they haven't been constrained and shaped by life. You know, they've got that simplicity, that truth of, oh, what's the problem, guys? What's the problem, older generation? Why are you making things so complicated? That's another thing I've heard time and time and time again. And the younger the person, Cassie, the more that's been said. Um, I did a podcast once with a nine-year-old. I mean, it was so refreshing to hear that, well, literally from the mouths of babes. And one of the comments that was offered uh, by the young gentleman was, um, I don't get you adults. Why is everything so tough and so complicated and so, he didn't use the word negative, I'm paraphrasing, but almost negative. I mean, would, yeah. would, would you go along with that as a young person yourself? Oh, you need to see it from the older generation's point of view as well. You know, um, a nine-year-old doesn't have all the stresses of life either. Um, like I'm what nearly 23 and even I haven't come across all that yet like I'm getting there but like there'd be a lot more stress in an older person so they do feel that they have a more need to voice their opinion on certain matters mm. um, and they do have the right to that as well you know it's it's just two very very different worlds Mm, it is, yeah. And, and they stand. It is two very different worlds, Cassie. You're absolutely right. Um, for me, going back to what I've you know, hopefully consistently tried to say, not just in this podcast dance, but um, with others, that that gap is, 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 to my way of thinking, far, far, far too big, far too big. Yeah. And I do believe with everything in my heart that it can be bridged with a bit more tolerance, a bit more acceptance, you know, that vital commodity that we have called ears and to listen. But we tend not to listen, do we? You know, we're in our own kind of, is ignorance too strong a word? Whether we're younger or older, we tend to think we're right. And it's there's an us and them culture, isn't there? Rather than a, a we culture. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's, I think, a lot more... Um, voices being used now and not enough ears listening as you kind of said there um, there's too many people having an opinion on certain matters but mm. no one's really looking at the problem mm. So from your, either from your personal perspective Cassie uh, or from you know your peers and or both what is or what are the big, big issues in the world today that are not being addressed, do you feel? Oh, there's just, there's so many. <laughs> like, I know that there is movement on uh, the gender pay gap. I think that's a big thing that's going on in the world today. Um, there's also the Black Lives Matter movement. Now there's also movement for the Asians now as well who are receiving the same kind of racism um, and you know what I think racism is a big thing in the world today and it's come from so long ago whereas now with little kids like they don't see colour 
they just see their friends. Mm. And I, I do think that there's a big, you know, the younger generation are more sensitive to the subject. Um, not saying that against all the older generation, but I think the younger generation are being brought up the right way now with their friends. Um, and I think that's probably one of the biggest problems today, especially in the last couple of months anyway. And just to see that happen to the Asian community as well, like it is quite hard to see. Um, yeah. So, so what, Cassie, imagine if you will, you had a magic wand. You know, it's the fairy godmother. Let, let's let's embark upon a fairy tale scenario. Once upon a time in a far off land, there lived a beautiful princess called Cassie. And she had a magic wand. And she knew that with her magic wand, she could have one wish that would change the world, but only one. What would that what would that magic wand touch, Cassie? Would that touch racism? Would that touch environmentalism? What would it be? Um well I know everyone like environmentalism, it's like it's up to everyone. That's just up to everyone personally but racism like everyone needs to work as a community to beat that so I, I would definitely choose racism to definitely get rid of that <laughs> that negative energy because racism is based on fear isn't it it's based on fear um, mm -hmm. in very simple terms Cassie I believe strongly within my heart that it's a simple choice that we make if we're aware between love and fear and yeah. and if we're not aware we get crippled by fear it's ignorance isn't it we don't know what we don't know and so you know because somebody's different because isn't it true that as human beings we have this basic desire to control you look back to a newborn baby he or she very very quickly learns that by crying he or she will get attention either to be changed, to be fed, to be watered, whatever. And that, from that early stage, is where we learn the art of control. Oh, this is good. Let me start performing. Now I've got control of the situation. And so anything that takes us away from control in life, we fear it because we're into the unknown. And isn't it true, Cassie, that generally as, as, as people, as humans, we don't like going into the unknown. We like to to know what's happening, when it's happening, how it's happening, with who it's happening, on our terms. Would you yeah. agree with that? I definitely agree with that, Paul. Definitely. So when we go back to the racism thing, surely that fear, I mean, you know, as for people that have to endure the racism, um, it, you know, it's horrific. It's horrific. The reality, though, if we, from our point of view, um, and I won't say the victim of, of racism, I, I won't use that word, although I already just have, um, but on the end of that, it's kind of trying to rise above that, isn't it, and say, well, this ain't, actually isn't about me. This is more about the person that's directing it at me. It's, it's the space and the fear that they're in and the ignorance that they're in. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like it's, it's above us. 
Um, I think that's that's what I'm getting from what you're saying anyway. Um, we like we're not the people that are experiencing it, so obviously it's it's hard for us to speak on it. But um, it's important that we help, but visualize that it's not about us. Yeah, lovely word. Love that word. Visualize. Wow, what a beautiful word that is. Visualize. So let's let's imagine now then that Princess Cassie has actually now become a queen. So she's got more than one wish. When she was a princess, she only had one wish. Now she's a queen. Um, I'm sure I'm going to show my age now, but there was a, um, a gentleman called Sir Harry Seacombe, and he, he had a song called If I Ruled the World. So if Queen Cassie was ruling the world, what would what would that look like, Cassie? Because you, you've got more than one wish now. You're the queen. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> That'd be great, wouldn't it, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, you know what? There's just so much going on in the world today. You can't make it perfect. No, nobody's world is perfect, you know, but um, you just want to make it like a, a nice environment for everyone to live in. Um, because I, I don't think it is right now. Like it's, Obviously, everyone has a different perspective on the world, but like even with I know there's a lot of talk about it now, especially in Ireland um, and the UK, but uh, a lot of um, women um, are afraid to even walk outside their door on their own um, because of men like there was people being followed or have experienced some kind of abuse and it's awful that women and even men as well are afraid to go out alone outside the house alone I I just think I think it's awful that like you can't um you just can't do experience anything by yourself anymore mm-hmm. if you know what I mean I do. Is that a recent thing, Cassie? This, this is a in, really interesting insight. I mean, give me more about this. Is this is a relatively recent thing that's come into society, as you say, in you know, in the UK and in Ireland? Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not fully aware of this. Educate yeah, well, me more. Obviously, it's it's an ongoing problem. But um, recently, there was a young girl who went missing in the UK, and um, Unfortunately, her body was found. Um, she had been followed home from a party one night. She mm. walked home by herself and she had been assaulted and then murdered. And like, it's just awful to think of situations like that. And like, I think she was texting and ringing her friends that she was scared, you know, and it's just awful to be put in that situation. Now it's coming to light that so many people have felt the same way. Mm. And I, I really don't think that that should be an issue, you know? So is it as, as simple as I've tried to paint it uh, between a, a very stark polarised choice between love and fear? Because while ever fear rules, people will do desperate things. They'll do stupid, horrible things dark things um and and so what is the answer then cassie you know what is the is, is it too simplistic to say to you know to educate people but what is that education process 
that's through the heart, surely, to say that, you know, there is, there is a better way. Well, it is in educating people. You know, it's people can say, like, oh, I'd never do something like that, or they think that it's horrible, but it's it's speaking to your friends about the topic and learning about it in schools. Like, you might say that you're not the kind of person to do that, but your friend could be. And it's it's a topic of conversation that I think needs to be had um, young, among friend groups that, um, like, it's not it's not the right thing to do to make someone feel that uncomfortable that they can't even walk outside their own house by themselves. Mm. And that's it, isn't it? It's all about raising the voice, raising the topic, raising the energy around it and bringing it out into the open because to not do so, yeah, again, it's fear-driven. Oh, I didn't say that because of. I can't say that because of. But these big issues that you're alluding to, Cassie, they need to be brought out into the open. And this brings us right back to what you said, well, what you know, we both said, actually, around youth are not as frightened to voice. You know, they're kind of unrestricted in their thoughts, in their energy. And they've had enough of the old way, uh, the old rigid way of doing things. Mm-hmm. And, and it's time for a new wave. I really do believe this now with all my heart that, you know, the new the new wave is upon us and the leaders in that will be the youth and the older generation are like the solid riverbanks that allow that flow, that powerful flow down the middle and that flow down the middle is called youth. And I feel that we as the elders have got a serious, serious responsibility to make the younger people feel strong so that they can voice their opinions there is, you know, they have got that confidence knowing that those riverbanks are solid for them. That's fine. You know, will we agree with everything? Of course we won't. And that but that works both ways. So there's this kind of whole, just as a river can't flow without its banks, we, we're both kind of reliant. It's, you know, we rely on each other, don't we? Rather than, well, there's the riverbank, but there's no water. And there's the water, but there's no riverbank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I don't think anyone should ever be silenced. Um, everyone's opinion matters. And as you said, no one is ever going to fully agree with what you have to say, but that's that's what's important. Like everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but it's just that those opinions need to be heard. Absolutely. So as we start, I mean, there was so much that um, we started off, Cassie, talking about time, love and money. And I wanted to get into, more into the money side of things. So um, I think we're going to have to say that for another time in another place because we've got so kind of, um, you know, engrossed in this fascinating topic of, you know, the difference, the gap between the, the younger generation and the older generation. <laughs> So I just want to I want I want to ask you one big question at the end, uh, Cassie. But before I do that, I want to invite you in to share, if you wish, any contact details uh, where people can find out more about you, your social media, if you wish. Uh, you know, some people prefer to remain private, and that's absolutely to be respected. But for the purpose of the show notes, if you did want to share, you know, where people could connect with you, then obviously we can put them in as well. 
Yeah, of course. Um, so I'm on all platforms, really. Um, I'm on Instagram um, as my name, just Cassie Mooney and uh, 98. Um, I'm on Facebook, just as Cassie Mooney. Um, LinkedIn as just my name also. Um, so always don't be afraid to connect. <laughs> Brilliant. So the big question then, Cassie, the big question and I alluded to it earlier on with Harry Seacombe's, Sir Harry Seacombe's song, If I Ruled the World. So just leave us, Cassie, with one golden nugget through the eyes of a young world game changer, whatever that may be. Just, you know, imagine you're talking to me now that's probably actually old enough to be your grandfather, let alone your father. How? Give me a piece of advice. Give me a nugget. Give me something that I can take forward to help me bridge that gap. Well... I see it with even like my family, they're, they're quite good with technology, but they still need help. So I'd always say, don't be afraid to ask questions and don't be afraid to ask for help. That's a fantastic piece of advice. That really is a fantastic piece of advice, listeners. And isn't it true that we don't, you know, our pride, our ego gets in the way. Um, yeah. Wow. So, Cassie, thank you so much. It's been a fascinating conversation. I really appreciate your coming on and, you know, sharing these views. The, the world through the eyes of a, I would say, a, a young girl rather than a young, a young, young girl person. So immense gratitude, Cassie. Thank you so much. Thanks very much for having me, Paul. And listeners, all that remains now is to sign off by saying, remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond?